All right. So we have with us Audra Hanners. And I've been wanting to get Audra, well, Audra and I, we've been having conversations over the past several years now. I think we first crossed paths in, I want to say 2016, with the Ohio State, the initial uh, inaugural one. I was online participant, and I think that's how you got on my radar. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, okay, cool, cool. So uh, I've been wanting to record our conversation since forever. I mean, we talk about so many different things and been keeping each other accountable and just keeping track. And um, finally, I remembered to hit record today. <laughs> so I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you, Amelia. Thank you so much for having me. All right. So Ada, you know, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit more about, you know, what you're doing now, what you have going on and some of the problems that you solve with your business. Okay. So I am uh, an entrepreneur. I'm also a nurse practitioner, family nurse practitioner, and I'm uh, currently in the process of studying at Ohio State uh, for my doctoral in nursing degree. I actually started business probably about four years ago when I was in the master's uh, of nursing program, and it came in that first business is uh, community care coaching, and that came about because of a need that I had recognized while working as a nurse. Um, I was doing school nursing at the time, and the director would tell me, like, we can never find people to do any safety training courses, and it's so hard to get them scheduled and get our um, employees in to see these trainers, because uh, it's just not convenient with their workflow schedule. And it was like, can you teach CPR, or can you teach the communicable disease training courses? And so then kind of a light bulb went off, like, well, gosh, yeah, I can, and Come to think of it, I could probably just set up a real quick LLC so that way any type of travel expenses that I have, any um, overhead costs like for supplies and things, those things can, I can kind of write those off to some degree on taxes while also being able to somewhat give a good discount to uh, this school, the, the Bridgeway Academy, because it's a special needs school. And then that way it kind of relieves their burden. So I actually had a client before I even opened a business. Mm. It was pretty awesome. And then with that actual first class that I taught at the location, it completely covered all the supplies, expenses to get started, like the CPR mannequins and things like that. So that's kind of just the, you know, the grace of God that I literally started business in not in the red. (laughs) All right. So we're going to have to unpack that a little bit. Um, We have, we have lots to talk about and I'm okay. So tell me a little bit more about that. Like, you know, a lot of our listeners, you know, they're experts in their field and their industry. They have lots of information in their head. They see lots of problems. I know they can help, but I feel like in a short amount of time, you're like, Oh, they have a problem. I have the solution wait, let me go get an LLC and turn this into a business and blah, blah, blah. And they can be my first client. Like, did you, where did that come from? I mean, did you wake up knowing business, wake (laughs) up knowing about LLCs? Did you just, you know, did you have, do you have family members? I mean, like how was connecting the dots like so quick and easy for you? That is a good question. And the answer to all that is no, because business was not even on my radar. But what I'm starting to notice and um, having been a speaker for you know, several years at the Healthcare Innovation and Entrepreneurial Workshop, where at Ohio State, where a lot of nurses do attend, and where we met is that a lot of these same questions keep coming up like, well, did you always know, or how did that just 
come to, to be. And so then again, from that, it was just like thinking, like as a nurse, think about it, Amelia. Have you ever walked into a patient room or came across a patient and you literally had no clue how you were going to help them? Maybe there was some line or some tube they were connected to and it was like, okay, I've never seen that before. And what do we do as nurses? We simply, hey, good to see you. I will be right back and we'll get started on your care. And then we go find out what we need to do. Whether that's, am I looking to a nurse who's done this before or a mentor who's been there and done that? Or am I using my resources, using the internet to kind of look up some things or to read about some things and then go do it? And so, and to give another example of that, having been exposed to nurses that ask this question just like you did all the time, um, that even just led into uh, another business, which is the Global Nursepreneur Network, which is in the works. So it's, yes, it's very cool. Uh, I have a publishing team together and we're set to actually launch a book. So it's a workbook journal called The Nursepreneur that's going to help nurses realize that and demystify this, well, how do I make this leap into business. And that's projected to come out this year. And that is a surprise for you, Amelia. (laughs) It will be a gift to you because I am so thankful for how I, as we've co-worked together and how you've taken your expertise, you know, both from nursing and from making connections and helping me to see that, you know, yeah, you, you know, you can do these things. So definitely not something and I think the biggest thing I'm seeing is it's the mindset like mm-hmm. nurses don't think and I'm sure you can attest to this like they don't initially think of themselves as entrepreneurs and why is that is it because of the language they commonly hear just a nurse or oh I'm only ner-, you know or the language they use for themselves mm-hmm. so I really believe it starts with changing the language mm-hmm. agreed Mm-hmm. Agreed, because I I feel as though, and it's just something that's baffled me, and I feel like I could wrap a hole on this, but I want to hear more about your business journey. But let me just get this out first. I feel as though nurses, they're, they're amazing. Again, like they walk into a room, they have no earthly idea what happened. Literally mm-hmm. a train wreck just happened. Literally a train wreck just happened. Yes. They're able to get their footing in a short amount of time and save lives. That's what we do on a regular basis. Then yes. We go home to our families. However, in the business world, <laughs> all of a sudden, for some reason, things completely change. <laughs> and where do I get started? I need someone to take my hand. I need someone to guide me to this person and that person. I'm completely blind, you know? And I, I feel as though, like you said, like, you know, is it mindset? You know, um, is it believing that, they're, that they already know enough to get started? I had a video called that. That's very popular for some reason, but <laughs> it's like, do I know enough to get started? You know, you know, how do I access my resources? What resources out there? Um, some people some nurses stay in that area of confusion for years. Yes. Other nurses, they choose to Google how to become a nurse freelancer. And they pull up a blog post where someone explains how they got started. And they choose to reach out to the person who wrote the blog post and ask if they want to get on a quick call. And mm-hmm. then say that nurse you know, says, yeah, I can have a quick call. And if you want more of my help, I offer coaching. And this is the price. They say, yes, that makes sense. I want to learn from you. And you know, your time is valuable. And I want, you know, there, so there's, I'm open to... Well, I can't wait for your book to come out. Let me just say, <laughs> I just have to wait for your book. And um, I'm so I'm thrilled about that. And oh, goodness, there's so I have to, I'll be having you back. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> get my hands on that. So, 
So tell me about the start of like your business journey, you know, with you, the other part of your business journey. Cause you know, did I realize you had multiple businesses? I don't know if I realized that that's where you got your foot in the door and, you know, officially that was your, like your first LLC, but tell me about like what other problems did you observe and like sort of gave yourself in a way permission to start a business. Cause some nurses are also, that's another thing. They're waiting for permission to get yes. started. They think that that permission will come from additional certificate or additional yep. degree or blah, blah, blah. Um, spoiler alert, it won't. There's lots of legal nurse consultants who have their day job still. Very true. Um, but for you, it was something a little different. So tell me about that. Uh, so that's good. So one of the success secrets that I do talk about in my book actually addresses that very piece that you mentioned that, you know, that permission to go and do something great. Like that's almost uh, like you were saying, like if you're waiting for the right time, that'll never come. It won't be. And one thing that nurses need to leverage is that for years, nursing has been the number one trusted profession for years. And now think about businesses pay billions of dollars to try to earn the trust of people or to try to send surveys or get information like, hey, you know, let's see what the market wants. Whereas nurses, every single day we see a patient, they already trust us. That's worth billions of dollars. Two, they just tell us what's wrong. They tell us what they would want. I mean, think about it, Amelia. You've been in there and they've like, man, this isn't right or I hate this and I wish this was more like this. So literally in the course of just doing your nursing, you truly engage and you listen to what the need of your patient is in whatever area, if you're in maternal nursing, if you're in pediatrics, if you're in family, what are those common things that you are starting to hear? That is what's going to point you now in the right direction. And then among those common things, where do you find yourself getting frustrated or angry the most? Because I think entrepreneurs and nursepreneurs, as I call them, they are angry nurses because they see things not being done right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I know what needs to be done and I know how this could be better. So then there mm -hmm. you go. You're mm -hmm. ready to get started. There's your permission. Ah, love it. Love it. So just channel into that anger and there you have it. <laughs> no, I love that. I love that. Because it stems from passion, really, mm -hmm. is what that does. Mm -hmm. is that anger comes from a deep passion. Of caring so much. Yeah. Could go down a rabbit hole on that. Again, it's like, you know, truly caring and truly engaging. You know, when you see something, it's like that compels you to take action. Yeah. Um, you have to go find out and resource, you know, research and see if, you know, who else is doing the work. And then, you know, if you have, I feel like if someone really has a heart, you know, you have to reach out and have a conversation with those people who are doing the work and say, hey, that looks interesting. Yeah. I wish you could be at my hospital. And just those conversations like that can go very interesting places. I've done them. Um, trust me on that. But to the listeners, I'm saying not to you, Arthur, you're already convinced, but um, <laughs> tell me about your DMP. I think that might be new. I think I saw yeah. something about that, but yeah, tell me about your DMP. Yeah. So the DMP, that's the doctoral nursing practice. And interestingly enough, if you're one of the nurses out there thinking, well, do I need to get this? Should I get this? This is my encouragement to you. The way I use the DMP is I use it as a way to leverage business that I do do. So what that means is that my DNP project, where I'm looking at research and I'm looking at literature, helps inform my health coaching 
business that I also do, which is called Keto Prescribed. And in, in doing so, everything that I do remains congruent. So it's not like silos of things that I'm doing, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. No, it does. And so being a DMP student, which this will also be another book, <laughs> how to maximize your time at college or how to maximize your time in school. Because as a student, you have access to so many resources at the universities. They want you to be successful. You have people that are readily eager to be your mentor or eager to help guide you away from maybe pitfalls that they have learned about in their years of experience. So it's really networking and coming alongside and building those relationships that help support you in what you're doing. So that's kind of, I would say, think about something you're passionate about because you do do a project um, for your doctor in nursing and make your project something that you look to extend beyond just school. So, yep, I did my project, but now I have that foundation to now even launch this into business Mm -hmm. rather than, oh, I'm done with school, I'm done throwing everything away. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of times as nurses, we're used to just, oh, I just need to put my check mark or just do my click. So I got my charting in and then it's done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that perspective. I've always have said that going back to school, whether you decide to go back for whatever, it's a highly personal decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's good for someone else is, you know, not necessarily the best, the same thing for someone else. But I, I love how you are inviting people to think about it as a way to make sure that it fits in with your life strategic plan. Yes. Um, and there's that. <laughs> so yes. um, thank you for that perspective on that. Um, tell us a little bit more about uh, Keto Prescribed. How did that start? What problem did you see there? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good question. So uh, for me, I've always kind of been on that journey of I want to be healthy. I want to look healthy. And, you know, what does that mean? So that was always a big question. And then for me, I saw my uh, brother. Uh, he started eating ketogenic, and that's a way of eating, which is high-fat, low-carbohydrate eating. And uh, he looked like a bodybuilder. And I was like, so are you spending, like, forever in the gym? Because my thought is, well, if you're eating all this fat, aren't you going to get fat? And funny enough, what I thought, what my perceptions were in my mind were actually different from what I was seeing hmm. as a result of him uh, eating this way. And so then that made me start to think about, well, how do I know for sure what I'm eating is healthy? And where did I learn about healthy eating in the first place? Did mm-hmm. I just pick that up from somebody or, you know, and that goes with a lot of mindsets. Did, did we just hear some misinformation or what's going on? So then that's where the dig deeper went. And now I've been eating uh, keto for, uh, over a year now. Um, I've been able to health coach, Um, people who have had just amazing results and really from that passion light because it came to a point where I was burning out hearing people say, well, I keep doing everything I'm told to do and nothing's getting better. Nothing's getting better. You know, when can I start feeling better? And then that, that bothered me. I'm like, you know, as nurses, we're in that whole wellness industry. Like that's what we do Mm -hmm. to to focus on that. So Mm -hmm. The quickest way to put evidence into practice is to start a business. <laughs> True. True. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so really it was unexpected because people and patients and 
people in my community, my family, my friends, they would ask me and then want to be coached. I'm like, well, can you help me? Can you show me? And then it was like, there you go. Ding. Here's an issue that people are interested in. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and start a business. Yeah. Market need. <laughs> There's a market need. And- I'm telling you that trusted, most trusted profession. And you know, and I don't take that lightly. So I don't encourage people because I've seen a lot of scams out there too. So I don't encourage people to abuse that, but like genuinely build that trust and relationship. Because if you don't like a scam may last for a little while, but it will, it will in the end. I've uh, seen it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's not all, yeah, no, all truth comes to light. That's just how the world is designed. So well, that's a topic for another day, but and then, <laughs> in any case, tell me about like, we kind of touched on it, you know, towards like the last part of what you said. When you think of your audience that you serve, and you should serve like a couple different audiences. So actually, I'm going to ask that if you don't mind, I'm going to go through them. But when we think about the audience that you serve, you know, business is all about taking care of, you know, someone's pain, resolving, alleviating that and bringing them to a transformed state of better being highest level potential, no matter where it is in life, business, that's what it is. People pay for transformations. Mm-hmm. What breaks your heart about the market that you serve? What wakes you up early? What keeps you up? late at night, you know, or concerns you um, about your market and the people that you serve? Uh, That's a good question. So for me, I think it's when I see people lose hope. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I feel like that's the most devastating situation people can ever be in. I've had my own experience as well in that kind of hopeless pit. And that's a hard place on your own to get out of. And so, you know, I feel that there's so much unlocked inside of people and that this whole success gap that people think exists, there is no success gap. No person is better than anybody else. You know, I believe God created us all the same and we all have unlimited potential in us. But it's now our decision if we are going to tap that potential and really kind of take a couple risks and see, you know, how far can we really go? Or are we just going to kind of play it safe and just day in and day out kind of do time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And what I love about what you said is that that loss of hope or the restoring of hope. I mean, that that's like so universal, right? Yes. Um, that's so universal no matter what problem that you're solving it's like that's what we're supposed to I feel like doing with a business a good business and that's what I think that's one of the reasons I'm so passionate about helping business owners and because that's what we're supposed to be doing is like whatever our solution is you know that should be the end game of restoring someone's hope in themselves ultimately or the situation and and, oh I love how you said that all right so with that said you know what are some of like the challenges so you see you've seen this this is what you want to do um has it all been easy have there been any challenges along the way? And when you, or yes, or I'm just going to say yes. So when you face a challenge, <laughs> um, what have been some of the resources to you like along the way? Yes. So yeah, those will come. Challenges will come. One of my mentors calls them character builders. And Love it. Love that it. is absolutely true. What really comes down to is you have to understand that there are some days that you're going to have to encourage yourself. Like, it might just be you, <laughs> but that you also want to make sure of the environment you place yourself in, that it's a nurturing one and that it doesn't drain you. 
And by that, I mean, think about the conversations people have around you. Are they always complaining? Are they always just, you know, like you just feel the mood change when you're around them and you just feel dragged down? Then change your company because that has a real effect on you. And when you do start to do things different, don't be surprised when all these haters pop up around or start to say, you know, well, who do you think you are that you're doing, you know? Don't listen to that. Find people like I thank Amelia. She's a big dreamer. Her, her solutions are brilliant. And Amelia, you're someone that I feel like I could go to. Like when it's, I'm hitting one of those, okay, let me go hear what Amelia's doing because then that kind of inspires me and perks me along. She's like, uh, uh, in this interview, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And I was like, man, Amelia's doing it. That reminds me, I got to get up and, you know, keep doing my business too, you know, because yeah. you just kind of build those good relationships with other nurses who are dreaming big like you. And that's what's going to also help feed you with energy on those days that you're like, I'm sick of business. I'm done. I'm through. Mm. It's those relationships that, that help pull you through in a strong enough, why are you doing what you're doing? Because I didn't believe it at first when people were like, well, money's not enough motivator. But yeah, I really believe that because money alone is not enough to mm -hmm. keep you passionate and to keep you moving forward in, in your dream or what you want to do. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for your kind words. And, you know, the feelings are mutual. I, I'm an introvert by nature. And so I have to be very careful about who I spend my time with. So yes. if you are somebody that recharges me, hey, <laughs> it's mutual. And, and, you know, your example of focus action, you know, I have like all of these things that I want to do and this, this and that. And here you are. I'm like in this group learning about, you know, how to start Facebook groups. And then here you are with your Facebook group. I mean, <laughs> like taking specific action and then here you are with your course, you know, and I'm still, you know, soaking up all of the good feel good energy. So, I mean... <laughs> It's a group effort. We all have strengths that, you know, or weaknesses that the other one, I agree. Knows, you know, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to have more conversations with, for my audience, with people for various reasons. I mean, not all of the folks that I'm going to be interviewing are going to be nurses. Some of them are going to be, in fact, I, I want to interview somebody who's, you know, who does brand protection. Oh. Um, I want to interview like a financial advisor because We've talked about nurses. Nurses understand they can do other things, you know, with their career. Um, now that they understand that, like, what else do they need? Like, what else can be a resource for them? And I want to start to have more of those conversations as well. So That's thank excellent. you. <laughs> well, yeah, well, well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> what you happens can do it, Amelia. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So tell me about, oh, speaking of, this goes right. I did not necessarily plan that. So what have been, we're talking about collaborations. I should have played that off. Like it went right into it. Like I did plan for it. But in any case, tell me about what have been some of your best collaborations and strategic partners. We don't do it on their, our own. I feel like that's something that a lot of these marketing gurus align that they feed small business owners, like saying, yeah, you can build your audience from zero to a thousand all by yourself. And it's like, yeah. but, but, but Apple has partnered with Yankee, with, Nike, right? Uh -huh. Apple, Starbucks has Tavana, Marie Forleo has Amy Porterfield and them. Uh, Microsoft partners with elementary schools through colleges, but small business owners are expected to build all by themselves. Yes. Um, you know that I'm more for reality-based thinking. Yes. <laughs> and what happens in real life. So tell me about some of your best collaborations and your strategic partnerships. Uh, I would 
think that it's interesting. That's actually a really good question because some of my best collaborations I had found were things that were, were people that were already right in front of my face and in front of my nose. Wow. I'm like, you know, cause it's easy to look past and, and take for granted who is around us or who we can be connected to either through our job, through school, through uh, relationships. And when I took a second to stop and look at that, I was like, man, I am just, all I need to do is reach out to somebody. <laughs> um, I would say mom is huge because she'll listen to me talk forever about nothing. And definitely my, my husband, Derek, too. And, you know, those were just right in front of me. They were, you know, some of my biggest supporters. But looking a little bit further past that, I started to look at like, well, Tim Raderstorff, he runs the Ohio State College of Nursing's Health and Innovation Entrepreneur Workshop and has consistently asked me to come speak. And it's like, why am I ignoring this opportunity? Like, this is a person who's consistently, you know, giving me a free platform pretty much to, to speak to. And so in realizing that value, I started to look at ways now, how can I reinvest in these people around me? Dean Melnick at the College of Nursing uh, has just been an amazing mentor. And, you know, people don't fall into the perception that you have to physically be seeing someone or physically be right beside them all the time to be mentored. No, you can follow them in the news. You can follow them in their research. You can look at the things they're doing and gain that kind of energy and inspiration from them. So maybe in those limited times that you do meet, they are very valuable and very productive because you're almost constantly up to date with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is another kind of success secret that I've learned is that, you know, don't think that you have to be in the same room with someone to have mm-hmm. to learn from them or to let them mentor you. No. And thanks to social media now, I mean, I don't want to say you can stalk people, but <laughs> I don't want to say it. However, but you pretty much can. Pretty much you can. And, you know, what I've done too with people that have, you know, that I wanted to study, I'll use that word. I like study. The people yes. that I would like to study. Yes. I've listened to podcast interviews. You know, yeah. I've, done, I've had Google search like podcast interview with the name and just listen to them tell their story like, you know, a few. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I'll do. Yeah. And oh my goodness. Oh my yeah. goodness. So exactly. You, you hit it on the head there. Like, look at someone, find someone that's doing what you want to do or has been where you want to be. And even if you don't know them yet, start following them, start taking an interest. And then that first meeting that you do end up having with them, when you're able to sit there and relate to them on the things that they're doing and tell them how it's inspired you, you have instantly made a relationship. Mm -hmm. Yes. And on top of that, you know, because we're all about being seen and getting our expertise out there, they're going to say something to a few other people. They just will. They just will. Because we don't happen upon, we just don't happen upon raving fans every day. Yes. So when you're literally like someone like you're generally interested in, you're liking and sharing their comment, you're hitting reply to their emails, you're, I mean, like being real human and because they are, hopefully they really are, are awesome. Again, that conversation. And yeah, they're going to mention to a few people like who they talk to and then it's just an easier way to start to build. Yeah. And you know, you hit it like that is a key word, being genuine, Amelia, because mm-hmm. there's enough fake people out there. There's enough of uh, people have had enough of that. So just yeah. being yourself, 
being real. And it's okay. Like you're not going to have, you know, something in common with everybody and that's okay. Make those genuine connections. Awesome. 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 All right. So as we're wrapping up, tell me a little bit more about, you know, we kind of touched it on here and there throughout the interview, but just to recap for everybody, you know, what are you working on your new projects? You have a book coming out. What's on the horizon for you? You have the Ohio state workshop coming up. What can people look forward to? How can they continue to keep in touch with you as well? Thank you. So moving forward, it is actually um, working on the launch of the global nursepreneur network which is going to be kind of like a home for for nursepreneurs to now start to build each other, create that healthy, holistic environment that engages just the whole nurse on Mm. physical levels, uh, spiritual level, just mental health level, and really now serving to encourage them to, yes, you can be an entrepreneur. Yes, you can create and become that nurse you've always dreamed of becoming and kind of introducing them to their true selves. (laughs) And so that's very exciting uh, that's coming out. And I'm also looking forward to really just what the, what the coming year has to come kind of uh, working on this, the project, the keto prescribed, really starting to leverage the Ohio state DMP project to get a platform out there for healthy eating lifestyle, a healthy coaching option um, for people, and just all sorts of great things. And I'm just so thankful. So thankful to God. Awesome. Awesome. So how can people continue to keep um, in touch with you if they want to hear more information, if they want to sign up to be notified or, or whatnot? How can they connect with you? What platform are you on the most often? Yeah, give us the details. Yeah, so um, you're welcome to connect on Facebook page, uh, Keto Prescribed. I also uh, am on Instagram. You can, the Global Nursepreneur Network is something you're interested in, uh, www.globalnursepreneur.com. You can go there and get signed on to our newsletter and get updates about that for when that's ready to launch as well as the book launch and through Amelia. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That is, that's for sure. So, um, sounds good. All right, my dear. Well, thank you so much for your time and I can't wait to hear more information about what's going on and continue to stalk you as well. (laughs) Thank you, Amelia. And I'm always excited about the amazing things you're doing in business you're growing as well. I definitely appreciate your solutions. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye.